Hey, Kieran, I think we've got a new theme tune for to this very special episode. Are you ready? A new theme tune? <laughs> Here we go. Is this Afghanistan? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, the boys are back and we're going to talk about them. Welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is fully sponsored by the Taliban. I am Turch and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the big juicy steak of a man with all the trimmings and no salad. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm... Um... I- I'm doing really well and uh, that, was a- that was a nice uh, theme tune. Oh, uh, look... Uh, there, know- Turch. Look, you know, if the Taliban, and I'm, we're going to get into it later on because there's some great news about them. If the Taliban can mm. take over a whole country within 24 hours of America mm-hmm. deciding to leave, that's, that's mm-hmm. amazing. That's got to be some kind of record. <laughs> just- yeah, it's pretty, um, <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, they technically, technically it was 37 days, but I'll, I'll give you the 24 hour hike. Look, 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 it's, it's pretty funny. Nonetheless. I mean, they had 20 plus years of training from the American government to get their, to, to train their army up, to make sure the Taliban never come back. 20 years of training, billions of dollars. So, missiles so, and, that. and now so the, Taliban the Taliban just did a Homer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and now the yeah, Taliban. You know, the bo- you know that boxing, <laughs> yeah. the, the the boxing match where Homer yeah. just stands there just and takes the beating there. and then just pushes them down. That's just pushes down. You know what? Now the yeah. Taliban have the second or the most Black Hawk helicopters in the world. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> oh man, oh amazing, amazing. Gonna, gonna, and the guy that's going to say was probably everything. What was yeah. that? I was going to say the leader of the Taliban now is like, I don't know, 25 years old, you know? So think about this. His wife. Well, he's a dictator for life. Oh, no. But his wife wasn't even born when the Twin Towers came down. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but look, the Taliban are a private company, Kieran. And just like how Twitter could kick Donald Trump off their platform. The Taliban, as yeah. a private country, can kick anyone out of their country or do anything they like in the countries that they own. <laughs> oh, it's um, it's I've actually I've been fascinated, just fascinated. I've just been writing jokes. Um, can you tell? <laughs> uh, just, 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 just absolutely fascinated with with what's occurred, um, and it's just, it's sort of a little bit like. I don't know what to make of it. 
I can't believe that the Taliban have given their whole country less of a curfew than our state premier. Like, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> Uh, so in All Australia right, so right North now, Korea, North Korea has less of a curfew yes. than what Melbourne has at the moment, and so yes. and the Taliban has less of a curfew. Correct, correct. Victoria, so if, it truly is the police state. If 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 anyone really wants to know, uh, Australia is currently. Oh, we're going to talk about it a little bit because you know, yeah, Australia is now in its about four two millionth a day of lockdown, to the point of where they've decided that a curfew would be returned. And uh, that means that you can't leave your house between nine a.m. and five a.m. or something like that, unless not nine nine p.m. nine p.m. and five a.m. Sorry, yeah. And uh, not only that, you can't unless you you have to go to work and you have to get a permit to go to work, which is amazing. Uh, On top of that, they've decided to shut down playgrounds for children. Can you believe they've shut down the playgrounds? That's do you actually do you know what they should you know what they should have done? I, I if I was premier, I'll tell you what I would have done, Turch. I would have just said, you, you know what? It's a state holiday for the next three months, no work. I would say more than fifty percent of people are out of work at the moment. Yeah. There's- uh which would have been great because most people would have then left and gone to Queensland. You can't even leave the state, mate, unless you've got a reason. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Far out. Ridiculous amount of lockdowns here. Sorry that we have, didn't do an episode last week, ladies and gentlemen. We were both just so... We, have, we it, It's hard to write material when you physically can't leave the house. Yeah, you can't... Uh... <laughs> You can't go anywhere, therefore you have no stories. That's right. I mean, right now, Turch, I, I can I can tell you, um, I'll tell you all the stories that have happened because mm. I've been in I've been in isolation for. Well, I've got one more day of isolation, Turch. Yeah. Um, because you know, exposed, so not allowed to leave the house for for fourteen days. Yeah. And let me tell you. Um, all the adventures that I have been on. Please. None. None. Not even one <laughs> adventures. Not even one adventures. Uh, it's it's oh, oh look, the the Coles uh, delivery driver turned up one day. That was oh. exciting. Very exciting. Pretty times, ex- yeah. yeah, pretty exciting. Uh and uh you know, a lot of T V T V watching. Also oh. pretty pretty exciting. Well, speaking of TV watching, I do have a rant. Yeah. We can talk about it a little yeah. bit here. Uh, the, the decision fatigue is fucking huge because we have multiple streaming services, as you do. You know, you've got to have your Netflix, you've got to have your Amazon Prime, and we've also got Disney Plus, and we've also mm-hmm. got Stan. So that's, that's mm-hmm. four. It's almost a, we might as well just buy fucking Foxtel at this point in time, right? And yeah. at least I get the sport, but, you know, whatever. Whatever, it's all good. With, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I really feel like, feel like watching certain films, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, doesn't matter good what fellas. it is. Good fellas, great example. Yeah, and you go. You've seen Good Fellas, right? Too many times. I love it. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> I mean, you're Italian, so I'm hoping you would have seen Good Fellas. Uh, yes, definitely. It's all good. Has Has Jess seen Good Fellas? Yes, and I think that she got sick of it halfway through. It's not a girls' film. 
I feel like Jess needs to watch Goodfellas with me. That's fair enough. Well, I feel like what, I feel can... like that would be an experience. <laughs> this is what's worse, the Taliban torture or Jess having to watch the Goodfellas with you? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to ask her. But it's one of those things you go, Oh, I want to watch Goodfellas. What streaming service is it on? And you just start going through them. Uh-huh. And you know what you go into it doesn't matter which one you you, st- you, ha- you just start with one, right? Yeah. And you go, Amazon, I'm probably gonna have to pay to rent it. So, you know, I'll start on Netflix. Yeah. So you go to Netflix and you go to their... It's not on Netflix. The search function. And the search mm. function... I've got two little mini rants inside this bigger rant. Mm. Mm. You start to type, you know, go to your, your remote and you're typing it in, in what you're looking for. And the keyboard, instead of being laid out like a regular keyboard where you know the, where the keys are, it's yeah, alphabetical. Yeah. And it's like, th- that doesn't help anybody no no it doesn't yeah but nonetheless you type in you start typing g-o-o-d and then some films come up but down the bottom is the film you want like goodfellas in the search Mm, thing mm. and you go oh great they must have the film because it's come up on the listing so you go down and you click on it and then it's like yep Goodfellas, you complete the search function. Perfect. And you go, it must have it. This is great. We're all going to watch Goodfellas. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to get myself a whiskey. It's going to be great. You click on it and then Goodfellas does not come up as a film that you can watch no. on the streaming service. And that's what really my rant is today. Why why auto-fill the end option of exactly what I want if you don't have it? Like, that would be really great. Like, get rid of that function as a as anything because do, it's, do it's you know? Ridiculous. Do you know what's really frustrating when you when you know that the film has been on Netflix? Yeah, but you finally come around to like, I'm going to watch Goodfellas tonight because well, Goodfellas is a film I could watch every year. Yeah, I don't want to watch it twice in a year. No, right? I don't want to. I don't want to oversaturate myself with, with Goodfellas. Too much. Too many Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm, 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 I'm sort of in that, I'm in the right mood. I'm in the right buzz. I want to watch Goodfellas and it's not on. It's not on. Yeah. I'm like, I know it used to be on here, but it's no longer on here. The the movement back to hard copies of DVDs and stuff like that is, Mm. is becoming more of a reality for me. I think that eventually a lot of people will, will go, I actually want to buy the hard copy of the DVD. Just like vinyls made a... a We're going to go back to the vinyl. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Church, could you just do me one favour? I can certainly try. Could you just could you just go get a phone book so you could just sit up a little bit taller? <laughs> on You know, so I can see you on the screen. You know what's great? I can, I, I can just, <laughs> just move the chair. See, I've been thinking about that joke all day. Oh. <laughs> uh. I don't. Do they even deliver phone books anymore? <laughs> I can't even remember uh, no. the last time I saw a phone book. Why would you? Why would you get a phone book? No one needs a phone book. Though no, they were, I tell you what, they were good to to rip out and you know kindling and fire. Yeah, like you know when you just starting get the a fire, fire started, and then yeah, yeah, you get the old the old uh, yellow pages or white pages and yeah. rip out the yeah, rip out the contacts and then Perfect. that was very good. But I do that's how I, I, that's, that's, that's how stream, I grew up, Church. Yeah, but the streaming services with this sort of, I think people are going to revert back to torrents or to downloading exactly the mm-hmm. film that they want or we're going to go back to buying 
DVDs, like hard media or Blu-rays or whatever the you know the current current sort of thing is. Because even the same sort of thing, like I think streaming services work really really well for like television shows because instead of having to change the disc and doing all that sort of thing. It's easy just to go next episode, next episode. But when it comes to, like, films, it's like a one-and-done mm. sort of thing. Like, most people, mm. like, a streaming... Unless you, like, watch a film every year like we do with The Dish. But The Dish has that magic because we watch it on VHS. Oh. You know? And, and the there's thing. nothing better than watching a film on VHS and watching all the previews. Yeah, there's before the magic, magic film. you know? That's why you want... That's why and you want it. And the crappy quality. Yeah, there's that... Yeah. That mysticism of the of the tape, that that magic that uh, brings it with the ma- the magnetic tape and the heads and the reading it and the, that sort of blurry vision and the three by four aspect ratio. I tell you what, one show that I've started watching, Frontline. Mm. Have you have you seen Frontline? I haven't. See, this is the thing with lockdowns. We've got nothing to talk about but TV shows. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> we're watching <laughs> it's pretty terrible that's it you know what church that's it i've got it covered we're going to talk about the weather for the next 10 minutes the weather for the next 10 minutes that's where we're at we're old people well, now how about we how about uh, we talk uh, about uh, this instead so because of these uh, lockdowns the yeah. bucks party the the number uh-huh. one po- uh, the number one podcast ceo kieran over here the big juicy steak of a man has had to reschedule the bucks party of the century yeah, it was gonna. It well, it still will be the Bucks party of it the century. It still will be the Bucks party of the century. It might even be combined um, by thirtieth. <laughs> so, so it is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. It is a. Um, it's a big thing trying to organize thirty people. And, I'm trying to organize hundred. <laughs> um, shut up! It's not about you, right? <laughs> well, actually, if this is the first time I can say it is one hundred percent about me. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. The, 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 you, you, you don't have to deal with the thirty people that I have to deal with. Well, again, um, I, okay, continue. <laughs> your thirty, all your thirty people need to do is respond with a yes or a no and turn up on the day. Oh, we've got to bring a gift. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about that. That is true. I'll, I'll, I have got to. I there. have to worry about. When when they're turning up, because some are starting at the start of the day, some yeah. are coming in the middle of the day, yeah. some are coming in later in the day. All, There's a lot of moving points. parts that all valid that points. You you young in church wouldn't uh, wouldn't understand. No, no. You know, I've got to I've got to talk to the venues. I've got to make sure that the appropriate catering is there at, <laughs> at each venue. I've got to make sure that we have a, a function space. At each of the venues. I've got to make sure that it's COVID compliant. Actually, no, well, the venue does that. But I've got the, the point vac- is, Church. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm 50% vaccinated. I've got the first shot. That protects me for 70% yeah. or 80% of the vaccine. I've got another one coming in November. For me, uh, as a guy who's... I'm a white male, aged 18 to 36... I'm fit and I eat well and I take t- my I take my vitamins and I do my push-ups and I've also got half a vaccine. You know what? COVID ain't killing me. There's no way in how COVID is killing me. Uh, COVID is is for me like I don't even if I Church. get it, I'm pretty sure I'll sleep it off. 
Church, you would have been so proud of me. I had a, a spreadsheet. I had Go bookings. Deposits have been paid. You know, it was all it was all ready to go. People, oh, people back. were worried that I wouldn't. Uh, and I have to admit, it's not all me. I have a, uh, have a team. Uh, team. We've got we've got a team of people. Team men. By that I mean, you know, Traj and Reb. That's right. Uh, That's you know, a good team. All, all I set all you organized. Up. I, I look. I put this this team together, and I put you yeah. as as the manager of that team. Uh, but mm-hmm. I gave you a a a, a winning team. That's I gave right. you good men. Like, you know, I was yeah. a good hiring manager, gave you good people for your team to succeed. I, I wanted to, actually, I can tell you this, Church, I can tell you this. Um, I had brief conversation with my direct opposites. <laughs> yes, okay. The, right. The, the bridesmaids. The, the bridesmaids, which I know some of them may listen to this podcast, yeah. but fuck me. They are the most frustrating group of people. I understand now why you had so much difficulty trying to get us for a dinner together. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was something. Because there was no, there was no. Okay, so two months out, church. This is this is your A team, right? This this is the A team. Even three months out, but two months out, uh, an emergency meeting is is held mm-hmm. with the groomsmen. Which is we need to have a backup plan. Yeah. Right. Because at this stage, at this stage, we we might be able to do some of the events. We might not be able to do some of the events because of capacity. Yada yada yada. So let's actually start thinking about what an alternative, a plan B, might look like. Right. And so we we start to put together a plan B. Then obviously the situation gets a little bit worse in Victoria. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Let's meet again. So we've got plan A, which is what we would like to do. We've got plan B, which is still a pretty good day. Mm-hmm. But but plan C is like, okay, we're probably limited to being in a park outdoors. Yeah. We can probably still meet, but we're probably limited to an outdoor function. So what what did we do? Oh, well, there were things like we could hire those Zorbors. We could get a jumping castle. We could get uh, marquees and play poker, right? Like, do you know what I mean? We're thinking even even how good bloody Plan C is. You know, what parks allow alcohol? What do, what what permits do we need to get? <laughs> Hello, City Council. I need. I've got thirty <laughs> blokes. They're going to drink a fuck ton of. Everyone's bringing a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, you know, and then I was like, because then we could probably still do the dinner. So I was even, I was, you know, even talking to people about who were going to pack up the park for us, so we could, in my drunken rage, continue on to the next place and not have to worry. So church all, all under control, right? Because I was like, you know, even if we've got to get to Plan C, Plan C is still going to be a brilliant day, mm-hmm. Re- regardless. Maybe it's not our, our Plan A. But nevertheless, fuck me, I, I like some of these things that we we're going to do on Plan C. Perfect. Right? So then I'm like, well, I better communicate with the other, the, the direct the opposites. Sex. The fairer sex. Uh, yeah, the, the bridesmaids and sort of, you know, this is what we're thinking of doing if such situations arise. Mm-hmm. Just so, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of in, in, you know. Anyway... Oh no! What are you? What are you talking about? That's not going to be a problem. Um, 
We uh, we couldn't see that happening. That's not a problem. Oh, okay, whatever. That's fine. Anyway, as the date's approaching, I'm like, this is a train wreck. This is just, this is, this is, you know, plan A is now gone. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be a genius to realize there's no way we're getting to plan A. Um, So we're now left with plan B and plan C. And, and, and still it was, oh no, we'll just wait for, we'll just wait for the announcements. And I'm going, I'm sitting here going, but there's just, it's Daniel Andrews. He's not going <laughs> to allow us to have 30 people indoors, even if we are free to move around next week. Yeah. So I was like, I don't exactly know what your girls are doing, but us guys are sort of uh, are limited. So Stri- it's, strippers it's sort of can't like, work. Are your girls going? <laughs> Pardon? Strippers don't work with. Uh, you finally can have thirty people in the be- in the building. <laughs> yeah. So so it's like, well, well, we need. Um. So anyway, because uh, I was like, I was like, we're Look, we're fine. I, I'm pretty sure, from what I can understand, everything's going to be okay, even if we move the date doesn't matter because I've talked to many blokes already, uh, including yourself. Yeah. And I've said, would anyone care if it's not before the wedding? And everyone's just gone, I don't <laughs> no. give a single <laughs> fuck. Get me out. I want to eat. I want to drink. And I want to see tits. And I'm like, perfect. Bang on. This yeah. is what I want in people. And I'm like, you know what? Let's, if we have to push it out, we can push it out. I'm sure that'll be okay. But we just have to wait for our lovely dictator of a, of a, <laughs> Of a guy to uh to let us know when we can actually start start celebrating in the most so uh, Church, enjoyable way possible. You would be very proud, very proud of your A team. Which mind you, people in the other people in the wedding still think that we're an incompetent bunch of people. No. Ne- di- I've never doubted you guys for a second. <laughs> and that's that's the confidence that I have in, in you guys. It's, it's, it's a did we one. turn up and get did we turn up at seven o'clock on the dot? And where are we out of that that for a suit fitting by seven thirty? Mate, that was that was that was something else, wasn't it? <laughs> that was efficiency. That was just. I try to make things easy for people. But Kieran, let's go back. I want to talk about the Taliban because right. they are actually my favourite people at the moment. I don't know if you saw the video. The video just came out very fresh today, uh, after a day of taking over Kabul. The Taliban mm-hmm. enjoy a day at the amusement park. Did you see this video? No. <laughs> All right, let me get it up on the screen here. My God, you are going to have a fantastic, fantastic... Um, you're going to have a fantastic time here. Uh, let me pull it up. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. All right. So have a look. Can you see it, Kieran? Hopefully that you can. But after a day of taking over Kabul... The Taliban enjoy a day at the amusement park. Look at this. So they've. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. They've just after they they've, they've gone to the amusement park. They're they're riding the the bumper cars. They're having a they're having a they're having a ball ball of a time over here. Look at that. They're balling out. They've got they're the dodging the... cars going. A couple of them have got guns. The it's bumper great. cars. Why not? I mean, you've taken over the, the, the whole Afghanistan. Why not? And here we go. They're on, on another ride over here. Look at this. Look at this bad boy. They're on the, they're on the merry-go-round riding the horses. <laughs> that is the shittest merry-go-round. Oh, it's, oh, it, that is it a merry-go-round for two-year-olds. I know, well, it doesn't matter, man. They're having a great time. Look at that. On the bumper cars. And so, the, do you reckon, the, they, do you reckon they'll become capitalists now? I, I don't know. They would have to, right? <laughs> 
Uh, sources say the Young Nationals mostly co- uh, comprised of people who had helped the American government in Afghanistan. Some of them were on tra- uh, trans uh, translators. Um, yeah, look at that. So they're just killing it. They're having a they're having a great great time just being just you know just being themselves just just doing what they want to do and, and what they really wanted to do was ride the merry-go-round and the merry-go-rounds yeah and, and, and the uh so when you really want to ride when you really want to go to the theme park that's how you get a, a you overtake a town in 24 hours yeah you, you overtake you overtake a whole country yep. with you but look I, I was saying this to jess i think this is why i i think this is the funniest thing ever because realistically, hmm. America was there for twenty plus years. They were training things up, like they were the imperial guard. They had they installed their own government, this and that, right? And they meant to train yeah. up their troops. They did all that job. If this was if this was a film, you would be rooting for the Taliban because they are the <laughs> rebel. <laughs> they are the rebels fighting for their own country back against the um, the empire. It is, yeah. Well, yeah, it is. so does this mean we're going to have see see the empire strike back? I hope so. I hope so. There's got to. I mean, look, we've already had the prequels, obviously. Which episode of Star Wars are we up? Which which movie number? Uh, ha- but this is almost like the end, where the Jaw, the, the, like this is the Ewoks taking over the empire, yeah. basically. You know, uh-huh. we're at that stage. So we're, now we're going to go into episode number seven. Right, right. So we've got like 30 Seven, years eight, like nine. A, yeah, yeah, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven. So we're going to mm-hmm. wait those because they might like the, the empire has to take over again. So we'll see. Because I know. Well, did Joe, you did did yeah. you hear that uh, that the U.S. Army was staffing the McDonald's? Yes. The airport? <laughs> uh, but Biden's you know, already said part of the airport that they He's control? already going to chuck in five thousand new people to go back to Afghanistan. So they literally just more. left, and they just left, and he's gone. Oh, we're going to chuck five thousand people troops to go back there. Another so so all up, he's sending ten thousand. Yeah, something like that. Oh well, they they they'll they'll reopen the Taco Bell then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that amazing? I did see the McDonald's, and I'm just like, this is this what the the Australian taxpayer is paying for? <laughs> I must admit. They must be really upset that they've just given up all their heroin that they've been growing. Like the gov- like the U.S. government used to grow heroin in Afghanistan, right? That's that's mm, well right. known. And now yeah. now Taliban have just taken it over. <laughs> now the Taliban own all the heroin, all the heroin, the Black Hawk helicopters, helicopters, yeah, a, a shit ton of guns left over. Of course, uh, yeah. Did you armored see like, vehicles? Did you see how many like sh- like a sh- like Oh, a shit ton of guns a shit ton of that's amazing i i've never like you know they always say america's never lost a war but they've definitely like they lost vietnam let's face it they lost korea let's face it they've definitely so they're lost now 10 a, and 2 they've, they've lost afghanistan and they obviously you know like they, they, they've lost just as many wars as they've they've won <laughs> hmm. you know they may have the biggest army and maybe the best at logistics, but they just can't seem to beat the uh, the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if that doesn't prove anything, if it doesn't prove anything else, it just proves like they, they got the, the people always say, "Oh, if you've got a gun, you can never overthrow the government, right? If you buy like a handgun or an AK-47, there's no way you can overthrow the government, bitch. 
Afghanistan and Vietnam have proved that a bunch of civilians with strong beliefs that an AK-47 can 100% defeat the US Army and overthrow the government. Uh, did I ever tell you about what happened with the Australian-American war games? No, please. All right. Well, I wasn't actually... I never served in the Defence Force. Yeah. But my sister served in the Defence Force. Yes. And she she told me about... Um, she participated in the war games. And so they're driving along and they see um, these Americans and there's a convoy of about eight of them, uh, you know, eight, eight cars, and they've pulled over because one of the, the, the cars have broken down. Hmm. Now, this is Australian bush, hmm. right? And they and so this is a group of maybe about, uh, you know, eight, eight Australians, right? Just, you know, not, not as big as like the, the fucking 40 Americans there. And they go, what's wrong? And it's like, oh, well, we've broken down. So the Australians hold them hostage and steal all their stuff, mm. right? Take take all their equipment. Because the Americans were waiting for the people that fixed the, the cars to come in and, and rescue them. Yeah. Uh, to help them. Whereas the Australians are like, well, if you break down, you fix it. Mm. And you and you continue on. Um so I can sort of understand how the world might actually beat America if, <laughs> you know, that is that is sort of the way that they function in the defence force. So, every, so no, everyone's got, instead of having like a generalist thing and then like maybe a specialisation, everyone is specialised. So, so, you know, it's like, oh, I need my car fixed. I call the mechanic and the mechanic calls the transport person and hops in the car with the transport person. And then has to call the food person. No one just goes, oh, I'm just going to take some rations, maybe a wrench. You take the screwdriver. Oh, you roughly know how to fix a car and wench a car. All right, well, we're all good. No, everyone is so spe- <laughs> specified, specifically yeah. trained. Uh, they can't they can't jump from uh, one thing to another. That's very funny. But that's the that, way that the is, world is. That is hilarious. It's almost the way the world is within the the business world as well. You become so specialized that you can't really jump from side to side. Mm, it's a bit sad. Mm. You got um, more news for no. us? Oh, church, oh, I have. <laughs> I've got some great news. Some wonderful things have been happening uh, <laughs> uh, happening in the world. A man's handwriting was so bad that a bank staff didn't know he was trying to rob them. <laughs> A man who tried to rob a bank in Eastbourne with a handwritten note has been jailed, according to police. Police said that Alan uh, was given a six-year extended sentence when he appeared in court on Friday. He entered three banks uh, in the space of two weeks and used written notes to ask the cashiers to hand over money. According to police, his first attempt was um, at one of these banks, but due to poor handwriting, the employee was unable to read the note. A Sussex police person says staff at the bank later managed to read the note, which said, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the tens and the twenties. Think about the other customers. Amazing. (laughs) If you're robbing a bank, especially in this day and Mm -hmm. age, like banks have to be one of the most secure places. They've always been some of the most secure places and probably the hardest place to rob. Right. Right. 
if you can't even get your handwriting right in this (laughs) plan to execute uh to rob a bank uh, and this happened three times three times like why would you even why would you even (laughs) at least he's trying i mean look it's hard times out there people haven't got jobs because of covid I, I don't know the last time I actually walked into a bank. Uh, the last time I walked into a bank was to close my accounts, like everything out of yeah. the bank, and I just wanted like that last piece, like they get that final piece of paper to say it's all done, so I never had to return there. But that was the last time, and that was like three years ago when we moved banks and yeah. did all this sort of stuff. But you're right. Like once I was going to say, I I even. I haven't closed a bank and opened a new bank, and I did it all online, yeah. without even walking in. I think, and, that, and the other time I went into a bank was for the home loan, because you want right, a bit right. person, a bit of a personality sort of. You want to know yeah, at least yeah. one or two people and stuff like that. Oh, you want to know fire. the bank manager, you know. Yeah, you got to know someone uh, at least. For, oh, oh, I, I don't know if I brought this up last time, but the South Park creators—they're going to buy uh, Casa Benito. I think it's happened now. Casa Benita! Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Uh, a bit of coronavirus news for you. Uh-huh. A German coronavirus vaccine inventor is being investigated. Now, when I oh. someone else sent me this, and I was like, what, who, who cares? Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. A physician, Wilfred Stockier, developed and produced a coronavirus vaccine in his own laboratory and administered it to, to volunteers without getting it approved for, approved first. Criminal proceedings are now underway. So the German magazine uh, Der Spiegel gave this physician and entrepreneur from the north side of this of uh, Lugberg quite a lot of publicity. The report tells a story of an ingenious inventor who developed and an, infe- an effective vaccine against the coronavirus in his private laboratory. He already had vaccinated about 100 people with it. The vaccine showed no side effects, he claimed, and was apparently 97% effective in those vaccinated. This, the report stated, had been proven in serological tests. The vaccine could reportedly be easily produced in large quantities and soon would be possible to vaccinate everyone in Germany. But instead of receiving support from the government, they filled formal criminal charges against oh, him. That's how they yeah. thwart him. So this guy makes a vaccine. It works. He's yeah. got all the tests to prove it. And he goes, fuck uh-huh. it. I'm just going to give it out to people. And he's like, he gave it out to volunteers. You can come and get the vaccine I created. People voluntarily come get the vaccine no side effects, 97% success rate that it works. And the government is suing it because they didn't approve it. Shouldn't the government be supporting it or checking it out or trying to encourage, encourage this uh, and maybe a slap over the, maybe a slap over the wrist for, you know, go through the regulator because the regulators, you know, they're to stop the the people that actually don't give a fuck. They just want to inject people with, doesn't it feel like, uh, listen to this, according to the gentleman, the vaccine is based on a recombinant antigen that can be easily produced and cheaply in a test tube. It is comparable to existing vaccines for hep A and B. And since it's an antigen, unlike the mRNA or vector vaccines, 
it's already amplified outside the body, namely in the laboratory. There is no need to fear of uncontrolled spread of genetic information introduced into the human organism. Uh, the, the vaccine suggests that even the uh, is not unique, but you know, it's uh, yeah, it can easily be approved and can be used and easy to make. He said he can make it quickly in a test tube. So Australia, <laughs> call this gentleman here instead of waiting for a million Pfizer vac- a million Pfizer vaccines from Poland, which I'm one hundred percent sure we're going to get jars of pickles from. <laughs> just, just make her own. <laughs> oh man! Can you imagine? Uh, I don't uh, understand. Yeah, yeah. But look, that's some good coronavirus news. If that doesn't prove that this is all a scam, and the government just want to make uh, the big farmer just want to make money off us, and you know, got the Chinese to make the the vac- uh, the, the virus so they can make vaccines, I don't know what is. <laughs> I love some good conspiracy. Oh, so God, you've had the jab. So the jab. have you got your five? Have you got your five G yet? Oh, uh, look, that's how I'm running this. Like we're we're running this through yeah. uh, Streamyard at the moment. The, I'm using our five yeah. G here, so Jess can use the uh, NBN to watch some Netflix. <laughs> right, but I meant like you've been injected. What's the conspiracy theory that you if you if you've been injected with the the vaccine, you have five G or? Yeah, so five five G was the one that caused the coronavirus and the vaccines, oh. and it's because, and then they're like, oh, they're going to create a vaccine and put a microchip in it, and so you can be tracked and traced via the the uh, the microchip that they have to vac like have they'll give you because you have to get the vaccine. And do you reckon? Do you reckon people who who believe that? Are still walking around with their iPhone or their Apple Watch, oh, yeah, which is tracking sure. where they go anyway. For sure, it's so stupid. It's a like I, I we, we carry one around with like I've got the Fitbit, I've got the the Samsung phone. It it tracks where I move. Like if you go onto Google right now and go Maps and go get directions to somewhere, it roughly knows where you are. Like as a yeah. starting point. I think I said this last time. The I think it was like the Taliban a couple of years ago knew where the Americans were, one of their secret bases in Afghanistan, because all this Strava data showed people running the same lap, like they were running on the oval. <laughs> oh, the Taliban are the stupidest people think they are, mate. They're you know they're modernizing, they're updating, they're upgrading all the time. Far out. Which is just like, that's just hilarious. Can you imagine if the Taliban get more vaccinated people than we do in a quicker amount of time? Because they're going to like literally mandate force people to do whatever they want. If they go, you know what, we're going to beat coronavirus quicker. And uh-huh. they literally will get people, line people up at gunpoint and vaccinate these people. And they get like an 80 to 90% vaccine rate overnight. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, Have like, to wait 12 you know, weeks for another shot? Months, nah, next- fuck it. <laughs> Next two months they've opened and they've got a great civilization, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flourishing, and we're yeah. still in lockdown here in Melbourne. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, still that, couple. You, right. you got some more news. Uh, I do. A woman is suing McDonald's after complaining that a cheeseburger advert was so irre- <laughs> irresistible it caused her to break her fast during Lent. 
<laughs> I did see this one, but continue on, continue on. I have so many thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> now so, you're a religious person, Turch. Oh, uh, have you done Lent kid. before? Uh, as a kid, I did. I gave up like Why? give up like little things. This and that. As a kid, you you know, I went to all the Catholic schools and all that sort of stuff. So you try to do the right thing by moralistic God back in the day. But I haven't done Lent since then, so it's like twenty five years without Lent. Okay, all right, fair yeah. enough. Um, I, I, as a man who I've never done Lent. Yeah. A woman who broke her religious fast uh, has blamed McDonald's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is suing over an advert featuring cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets, which she said caused her to break her fast during Lent. Uh, she's an Orthodox Christian, and she was trying to stay away from meat and other animal products during the six-week period leading up to Easter in 2019. The case was first reported by Russian state media and picked up by Western outlets, including Fox News, who wrote that she abstained from eating meat for a month, but then the enticing McDonald's advert made her give in. Lent is a very strict period which many devout Christians are expected to sacrifice the eating of meat, poultry... Oh, wow. I thought you just gave up one thing. Um, Meat, poultry, eggs and dairy for the entire season. Oh, do you even to do all of that? That's very extreme. No, the length that I know is like you give up one thing for the forty days that it is. So a lot of people give up like chocolate or something like that. And right, right. Well, she says when she saw the advertising banner, she could not help herself. She visited McDonald's and bought a cheeseburger. Amazing. She's suing McDonald's for fourteen dollars. <laughs> Oh, that is how little fucking willpower do you have? <laughs> how you know what? Uh, it's one of those things that you go, oh, I haven't eaten these things for a really long time. Like you're on a diet and you go, I haven't eaten these things for a really, really long time. And you go, I'm going to, I'm not just going to have a burger. I'm not going to go. I'm going to find the best burger and have that. But this woman had such so little willpower. I would love to know her BMI. Number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Secondly, this woman had so little willpower that she couldn't resist a McDonald's ad. Have you ever looked at a McDonald's ad and thought, I really need it? Uh, probably, yeah. But oh, look, that, I, when you weren't drunk or high? <laughs> oh, um, no, not really. <laughs> no. It's like Mac is that, oh, yeah, another thing, you know. But I, I get it. When, you, when you're in a certain state, you can absolutely go, I definitely need McDonald's. I need some McNuggets in my life. But I've never just been like, I see a billboard or whatever, and she saw on the, I, well, look, I've been really good. There was it. one time I needed, I needed chicken nuggets because you know I... I went to a wedding, which didn't, which didn't feed me. <laughs> and so what a I had to buy was. McDonald's on the way home. What a surprise that was. Um... <laughs> it was a surprise wedding, which didn't provide a dinner. But you know but what I you like? Stay. Lent, Lent is before Easter. That's the time building up to Easter. So she's only suing McDonald's now. Or was she trying to do Lent now? <laughs> no, no, she's doing Lent in 2019. Oh, it's okay. just she's suing them for, for the equivalent of $14, which is the meal. That's a very expensive cheeseburger meal. How much is a cheeseburger meal here? I, I don't know. It can't be more. Like that's, A Big Mac meal is like 10 bucks, isn't it? 
But she probably bought she but she bought a meal plus chicken nuggets. A meal plus the chicken nuggets. All right then. Yeah, she she didn't just buy meal. She's she's bought a, a few items there, Mister Church. Out of all the uh, burgers at McDonald's, would you ever go uh-huh. young to buy a cheeseburger? I tell you what, I back in year ten, I picked out to red as one of my subjects. And we're yep. doing on this like ten day hike, and we were promised that on our way home from the ten day hike, we would stop at McDonald's on the freeway. And I was like, you know, you beauty, because I'm going to get myself a McCause. Oh yeah, because um, I love the, the McCause bacon. Going to get the McCause, and I tell you what, while I was hiking, and this moments, you know hiking through Mount Bogon and all of that high country, which, you know, can be very strenuous and, and you're exhausted and etc. Thinking from day one onwards that, you know, when I, this is over, I'm going to be eating a McCosburger. When I got there and had my McCosburger, it was the best McCosburger I've ever had. <laughs> Don't you hate it when... Because the McCosburger is not there all the time. It's like a seasonal product, right? Well, back back then it was. Yeah, now it's a standard. Back, I back, think. No, now now it's a seasonal seasonal. Now it's burger. seasonal. Okay. Yeah. Don't you hate but, it? But when... back when I was in in year ten, it was a it was a all the time burger. All the time burger. Do you like? Don't you hate it when you go to a like a fast food place and you go, I really want that seasonal item because you see it once on TV like ages ago and they're finally at the fast food place and you go, Yeah, I'm gonna get it. And for me, this was. Remember when they were doing the double Big Macs and the Big Macs had, oh. instead of having two patties, had f- four patties? Wow. And I thought, you know what? I, just to be ridiculous, I was really drunk. And Jess apparently walked into the place because I went somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> so, and she came back out there and she called me and went, they don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so sad. I was so sad. And this, the McDonald's didn't have the double Big Mac. And now looking back at it, I'm like, that was probably, that was probably a good thing. You, you don't think to get two Big Macs and then build your own double Big Mac? It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> I think if you if you're going to McDonald's and taking apart two burgers to make your singular one burger by yourself. <laughs> I think you, that's that's where I draw the line. Let them do it. They're the professionals. That's what we pay them the whatever we pay them an hour. Let them do it. Ugh. I think Turch. Shit. Yeah, but okay. What's the best? Actually, this is this is something that I think our listeners should write to us and and let us know. Yeah. What combinations do you do? Because have you done the chips and ice cream? Like you get the see, chips, but you dip it in the ice cream. See, I don't get that. One, I'm not a big sweets person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I have tried it before, but it's it's just not my thing. It's just not my thing. Right. Well, what's your combination? I, I don't what's mind your, the chip. I don't mind. Nah, see, I'm, I'm a real simple man. I just get the Big Mac, medium Big Mac. Uh huh. I get yeah. a Sprite. That's probably where I I think All the right, Sprite so, at McDonald's so, is, is something fancy. I don't know what they do with that. I, I understand why your parents don't love you when you're not the favourite child because you get <laughs> Sprite. Sprite is... Okay, McDonald's Sprite is fantastic. <laughs> what, do you get Coke? That's it, nice boring old Coke over there. Or do you go to the Diet Coke? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, most of the time... Or oh, Fanta. Actually, no, you're a Fanta man. Coke. I can but see you. Fanta. Every, every now and then... 
<laughs> Every now and then, Fanta. Yeah, that's fair. I haven't had yeah. Fanta in years. Yeah. But then I'm just... And then me and Jess share a 20-pack of nuggets. Actually, well, most times, what, you get 15, Jess gets five. No, we did the 10 each. Oh, okay. That's or the 24-pack, um, whatever's no, the cheap one. The... Most times, I actually get bottle of water with my meal. Which, because then I then tell myself I'm a fucking idiot because... I'm getting junk food. Yeah, the water like, is not going to make me. <laughs> the water is not going to make me healthier. I, I'm so sure at one stage McDonald's used to sell one dollar bottles of water. Yeah, they did. They did. Okay, and then and the cheeseburger time, used to be two dollars. Yeah, something like that. And then not. Oh, this was when you could actually go to a shopping center. I was like, oh, I need just want a bottle of water. As a Mac yeah. is here, great. I have a gold coin. Here we go. Go down there, and they're like, oh, three dollars sixty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and did you did you go no one dollar bottle of water? Well, one dollar bottle of water, right? And they're like, <laughs> oh no, not anymore. I'm like, oh, what are you gonna do? Three dollars sixty. That is just. It crazy. would have been cheaper for me to buy like a a a, bi- a small cheeseburger meal. Hmm. That's scary when water is more expensive than processed meat, a <laughs> bun. <laughs> Fries, labor. <laughs> uh, uh, good for yeah. It. It's look. It does. It's still no hutchies though. It's still no kebab at one a.m. in the morning. <sighs> kebab or two or three. Things, Why do kebabs What's taste that? so good at two o'clock in the morning? I don't know. They're just. There's just something phenomenal about it. Mm. I when I so a couple of years ago, um, when I was getting fit again. Uh, I remember seeing my, uh, you know, I go to the gym, I have an appraisal, yada, yada, yada. I'm sitting down with a person who's going through questions. And my diet was actually pretty good. So, <laughs> what do you have for breakfast? Yeah, that's good. What do you have for lunch? Yeah, that's good. Uh, what do you have for dinner? Yeah, snacks. Oh, you know, you, you, look, you're pretty healthy. Um, uh, you know, is there, is there anything else? Well, I'll probably drink three times a week and have a kebab about three times a week. How many calories is that? Four thousand calories and an extra twelve thousand calories over. Yeah, over so I was like, days. I was like, okay, so the kebabs are the other the thing you shouldn't be doing. I'm like, yeah. oh, but they're so good. All in all, in uh, moderation is, is the word that they use. <laughs> yeah, but we used to go out to Eagle Bar Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, probably not, out somewhere Friday you, night. You say that. You say that, night. but we were also ten years younger. And mm. uh, our, our metabolisms weren't old man metabolisms that we have now. You know, we used to f- oh. like we used to drink all night and then wake up the next morning and be okay at like nine o'clock and go to university. Now, if, we, if we if we have like five, three or four drinks now, tomorrow morning we'll wake up and go, "Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna log into work. Well, I'm not actually gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, I slept a bit funny. My neck's a bit old. Oh, sitting there at a Zoom call with all my workmates with a heat pack on my shoulder and uh, uh, smelling of uh, heat gel and, you know, stretching every oh. 20 minutes. Fucking hell, man. That's, that's, <laughs> we're not that old. The body is deteriorating. I think years and years of playing indoor soccer and, and, and all that sort of stuff has really done a, a number on the old knees because they're not they're not as good as they used to be. 
right, church, when when the world opens up again, yeah, I think we need to create, uh, we need to do some kind of sport. We only do one take podcast team. Yeah, sure. Whether it's volleyball, whether it's netball, <laughs> whether it's um, all these basketball. Things, all these things that tall people are good at. Basketball, netball, volleyball. <laughs> 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 I don't know. What's okay? Let's do darts. darts. We can probably build a team darts with darts. You know for what? Darts. If we're gonna do something like that, that would just—it takes a long time. I took Dweezil for a walk on the on the golf course on the weekend. You know, with with Jess, and I go to her. Can you understand why men love golf? Like I had this epiphany of why men love golf. <laughs> One, it's away from their partners. Two, it's deadly yeah. quiet. Three, the banter with the other boys. Uh-huh. Uh, four, you get to have a drink if you want. Five, I yeah. wish you could take your dog. That'll happen one day. But number six is the one that really made me go, fuck, I'm getting old. Men enjoy nicely cut grass. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they do. They yeah. do. I gotta, I, I gotta admit, <laughs> I, gotta I admit. walk around the neighbourhoods here and when I see some nice, nicely cut Ooh. grass... Or, or or it's just it's it's better grass than that buffalo grass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like yeah. you're like oh, 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 it's looking good. Or someone just freshly looking... mows their grass and just like oh, yeah, oh, it's good. It's good, nice edges yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've come to that age now where I appreciate, like you know, when I was twenty, I didn't. appreciate That's it. Change the podcast name. Freshly cut grass. <laughs> freshly cut grass. <laughs> I didn't appreciate a, a lawn back in the day. Nowadays, I'm like, fuck yeah. Look at that. That's some good shit right there. Oh, I'm digging that. <laughs> you know, there's a game that just came out. I wasn't even going to bring this in, but now I have to. There's a game that just came out that's called Lawnmower Simulator, and it's just you cutting a gr- the grass <laughs> on on <laughs> a right-on lawnmower. And now I'm thinking, like, fuck yeah, man. I wouldn't mind... Mind playing that? I could see, I could see myself doing it. You know, it's, someone might get it for their wedding. Oh, you know, I've, uh, I used to, you know, when we're back in the day when I was living at my parents, I used to help out and do some gardening. And one of the things that even back then I realized I quite like I didn't enjoy it, and over time I started to enjoy cutting the grass. I, 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 something I, happens in a man's brain. I don't know what it is. Uh, uh. So when I was living on 25 acres, mm. for some reason, we didn't have a ride-on lawnmower. So I fucking hated cutting the grass. Mm. But when it came to whippersnipping, mm. oh, man, I loved that. That fine, beautiful... I understand. Yeah. I understand what's yeah. going on here. That was, that was something... Um, that was something. And then the chainsaw. Yeah. Using the chainsaw. Oh. But just there's a, something satisfying. But just a saw and, and cleaning up. Like, you know, I cleaned up the front yard and the yeah. backyard and all that sort of stuff and all that overhanging trees and stuff. Just cutting them down and looking at that, that handiwork. This, I don't know. There's something about gardening. We're going to change it's the whole it. show, man. This, this show is going to be bad. <laughs> Gardening well, this is the turning point where you we've now become old <laughs> and boring. You know what? And we really I, there's, I there's no be... difference between there's church. There's no difference between us and ABC now. That's true. I I don't think it would be as this is bored if the Taliban had taken over and I was allowed to do whatever I want as a man. You know? Yeah. I no, think we, we could. Had, had, had you been in <laughs> contact with the Taliban, 
seriously, if they could take over a whole, you know, they took over a whole country that was perfectly trained by the American army for two, 20 years and all the government guns, right? Australia has no yeah. guns. How easy would they be able to take over our country? Yeah, uh, see, what we've got is that we're a big country. Yeah, but you just, if you take over Melbourne and Sydney, you're done. That is 90% of our population. <laughs> yeah, yeah, know? but I think they'd get here and see how laid back we are and go, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. No, no, no. They, they're on a mission, mate. They want everybody to join their caliphate. Oh, they, they wouldn't they, have it because they would see our dictator and go, well, that is a dictator. <laughs> They don't need any other dictators. Oh. We've already got a dictator. Oh, I tell you what. Now, Kieran, I've only got one thing left. Did you know that like lots of celebrities don't shower every day? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I just thought that was something you did every day. Yeah, that's part of a routine, Fuck. right? Fuck, I sometimes have two showers a day. <laughs> Apparently, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher don't shower every day. Uh, Dak Shepard and his wife don't shower every day. There's been a few others. And I've just come out and just said, oh, I don't bathe or shower or even bathe or shower my children every day. We only do it every second day or third day. And I'm like, fucking hell. Can... when You know when they say, like, pe- uh, you know, people that are so up their far up their own ass, they think their shit don't stink? Uh-huh. How much more up their own ass can celebrities be? They've they, they, they have taken sharing? the metaphor and made it a reality. But you shower. Yeah. Don't you, you feel don't dirty? Like during, even just during the day of doing basic things? If I wake up on the weekend, right, and I haven't had a shower by 10 a.m., I feel dirty. Well, see, I'm a night. I'm an, uh, I shower. And then, and then, and then, sometimes, sometimes I'm, I'm, um, what do you call it? Going to go? I'm going to go for a run at like one o'clock, or, or you know, blah blah blah. So I'm not going to have a shower before my run. But I feel dirty. Yeah, especially after exercise or just going for a walk or leaving the house for a while, or yeah. if you do a yeah. really big shit. Like, how can yeah. you live with two or three days? You're taking shit. Like Look, I, maybe they have a bidet. It doesn't sound like. I had two. Sh- I had two showers today. I don't know, but the Rock. Yeah. The Rock, Dwayne the jo- the Rock Johnson, twice a day yeah. shower man. But he goes to the oh, gym all the time, so he sweats and actually does yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Um. Yeah. That's uh, weird. Oh well. Weird. Do you know what they're called? They're called ferals. I don't don't give the ferals a bad name. We, that's a great television show. <laughs> uh, I got one more article. Oh, I quick go for it. Um, South Korean eco-friendly toilet turns poop into power and digital currency. We are so Is far behind. Genius? We are so far behind on te- toilet technology. How, like we don't have bidets, we don't have this, we don't have. Why? Why is it a first world country like us so far behind on toilet technology? I don't know, but the the um the BV toilet, which has a vacuum pump that transfers human waste into an underground tank, 
and then that waste is subsequently converted to methane by microorganisms in the tank, which serves as a source of energy. This energy is then used to power a gas stove, a hot water boiler, and solid oxide fuel. Is that not just amazing? You know, now, Elon Musk, eat your heart out. I know you wanted to put 100 million batteries or whatever it was in South Australia, but what we really need is more men taking a shit at work. Oh, and with that, Kieran, I think we're going to wrap it up. Do it for your country. Yeah, do it for (laughs) your country. That's right. That's right. For all you lovely wankers out there, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and everywhere else that you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to send us a death threat or a rant, make sure you record it and send it to the We Only Do One Take podcast at gmail.com email address. Kieran, thank you so much. For being the best co-host a man can get. Woo! <laughs> and can we go out with our awesome theme tune? Oh, I think we can get that one. And we will see you... Oh, I've got to get it up again. I've lost it. Ah, well, I'll put it in. We'll see you next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>